Friday Night Smackdown podcast from the shadows. Split doing the damn thing. WWE. It's a good job. Little Caesars Arena, Detroit, Michigan. That was the city last night for hosting Friday Night Smackdown on Fox. Um, I heard a lot of opinions toward the show. This is why we're coming through a little later, try to take on uh, some more and hear where the other people are coming from, you know, just some different perspectives on where we're at right now. Now, I done called it, I done told y'all this a million times, but we in a transitional period from now to Royal Rumble. So last night's show seemed like it was just a, uh, it was a, it was a, (laughs) in my opinion, it was a funny way to get to the main event, and I mean, it was something that filled up the show. I don't know if what what is expected every single week, but as we build to these huge shows where the superstars are, you know, held to a certain regard because of the builds, you can't get craziness every single week. We did get a little bit of, you know, chaos, though. I forget the opening video package, but that was really good. But we definitely had the triple threat match that everybody was building toward between Corbin Miz and um, Daniel Bryan. Promoting it all week. And this is where the the comedy is at for me because I, I, I see a lot of the trolling, <laughs> you know, that, that upper creative uh, decides to, you know, make the crowd endure for a little while. But um, Dan Bryan comes out, good to see him, you know, the fresh cut, looking uh, 10 years younger and all the rest of that. Like, that's uh, it's, it's a good look for him. Uh, he comes out, he's ready for the match. Out comes King Corbin, and um, he cuts his very long promo. I'm, uh, I'm not really big on promos that are too short, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I thought that Corbin did a pretty good job, but... I know that a lot of people don't want to hear him rant, but I mean, it is good heat, but everyone might call it bad heat because uh, it's like the go away style. But I mean, hey, right now, Corbin is slotted as the second top heel on Friday Night Smackdown. If we didn't have him, then the superstars would just be running through everybody. And he's a, he, he has a rivalry right now with the top guy, but like the face of the company, pretty much. So, I mean, it's not bad. So he comes out, cuts his promo. Uh, calls uh, Miz and Dane Bryan bad dads again and all the rest of that. I think that was later on. Oh, no, Corbin was talking, and uh, Roman's music definitely hit out of nowhere, which was perfect, and uh, he came out. But the thing, oh, wait, now, I, we noticed on the replay that Corbin hit the scepter on the caravan or sedan, whatever you want to call it, twice, and that was when these guys took the knee. So everybody needs to just stop crying about whatever but uh the 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 story michael cole wanted to tell was uh that the music scared corbin enough so the security guards were startled also something like that but it was funny to see corbin fall down off of the uh sedan you know it's just it's just good stuff a little comical elements of the show and that was something that they were definitely trying to do and embrace it because it's the holiday season um We'll get to that, though, and I guess the next segment. But uh, Roman is beating up Corbin, about to spear him through the barricade. Corbin jumps over and leaves through the crowd. And now he's uh, in fear for uh, his safety in the work environment. 
sometimes it's just funny to say this stuff with a straight face <laughs> but uh yeah he's uh he doesn't want to go out there and fight rabbit dog running around the arena blah 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 good stuff matches postponed some people like as convoluted as the show was they were trying to make way too much uh sense out of something that was so little but then blame wwe like make it make sense he wanted the match postponed he didn't necessarily get the match postponed i'm not really sure what the problem is oh but the match was postponed because it didn't continue it was chaos we had other segments to get to and this is just what it was i wasn't uh i'm not upset about it at all i thought it was pretty okay part of the noise in the background but yeah, I, I, you know, I thought it was pretty all right. You know, if you want to try to postpone it or whatever and get it to the next match, that was fine. So with that, that was the first segment. That was real good. So uh, we get into the next one with uh, Sami Zayn. Happy belated birthday, Sami Zayn. Uh, Shinsuke Naka Continental and Cesaro with his new cool graphics on his entrance uh, took on the New Day. You know, Kofi and Big E get well Woods and the monster among men, Braun Strowman. Fun match, good stuff. Naka Continental uh, had the little the pancake platter and was getting ready to use it behind the referee's back. Kofi grabbed it, smacked Nakamura in the back of the head with it, and this was able to set uh, Strowman up for the power slam. I wouldn't say running power slam, but what in the hell? This is. <coughs> It's not the second week in a row, but it's definitely the second week I'm calling it out. Like, what is, what is this? You know, we haven't seen Strowman do the running power slam. Uh, I wouldn't say, I don't want to say consistently, but we, we haven't seen him do that. It's just like he does the pickup and then goes for the drop. And it's like, uh, the, the running part was a little bit of the, the high impact. You know, that was what everyone was you know, excited about and looking forward to because Strowman is such a big dude. He's, you know, he's dangerous and stuff like that. A lot of mixed arguments about his use after the match. But one thing everyone agreed on was that Braun Strowman seems to be going for uh, the Intercontinental Championship soon. And that was reflected in the match with him and Nakamura kind of, you know, having that, you know, that glaring tension. Now, with that, E, is you ready? Because I noticed that when Shinsuke Nakamura did uh, Big East taunt with the abdominal stretch into the New Day Rocks Spanks, I don't, I'm not even, but you know, when Nakamura did that, Big E and Naka Continental had, like, E took that personally. It seemed like, at least, you know, storyline scripted and all that, but it's fine. Like, that was really good stuff. I'm not saying that we could see a triple threat match. I'm just saying, you know, everybody wants to see Biggie in a title picture. Hey, I, I mean, I don't want to take anything away from Braun, but I also don't want to take anything away from everyone else. More to Maria, Ali had his video package later on in the evening, and he's totally another one. Andrade just picked up the U.S. championship at MSG. Congratulations to Andrade for that. Um, it's going to be real interesting to see how uh, Rey Mysterio is utilized if he is in the coming weeks because now there's no United States championship to chase after as far as Seth is concerned. But he does, you know, I mean, he, he's kind of good right now. So that does leave space for other superstars on the up and up. 
such as Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black, the ones that they're giving us for right now are actually really, uh, they're doing the job very well, in my opinion. Everyone's uh, working hard, and they're looking good doing it. So, yeah, it was a good matchup. I, you know, just small things I noticed throughout the match. I don't want to say Big E should get, you know, a, a shot, but you know, before Strowman. I would. That's why I said I would just say maybe a triple threat. But if it doesn't happen, I wouldn't be upset about it. It just, you know, we everyone wants to see Big E on, on a title run or whatever. And I mean, you got you got to chase first. So maybe. Maybe, maybe someone could pick up the pin if you want to get keep Strowman looking strong. Is Naka Continental going to keep the championship and keep this going? You know, like it's, you know, just small questions, but we definitely are interested to see how the Intercontinental Championship is utilized in the coming weeks. So there was that segment. It was a cool little six man tag. You know, not really the biggest fan of them, but it does get superstars on television. And, you know, like I said, it was fun. So it all, it all worked out well for everyone involved. And, and I mean, Sami Zayn got the wrestle on his birthday, and we haven't seen him in a while. So to get to see him out there doing his thing, it's like, oh man, this is this is a treat, right? I guess. Either way, uh, <laughs> look, I'm gonna keep the same energy. Otis and Mandy, I'm not even Ziggy jumping in. Look, Ziggy done already bagged Alana crazy ass. Says storyline. So I'm saying, like, he trying to move on Mandy. Otis trying to move on Mandy. The fruitcake idea was like, uh, pause? But no, obviously not. So it's like, you know, let's let this storyline play out. Mandy and Sonya a little upset at each other. And uh, I don't know what, let's not say they're upset at each other. But, you know, one wasn't out for the match last week. I believe Mandy wasn't out for Sonya's match. Carmella picked up the victory. Mandy getting ready to have her match with, um, with Mella. And... Uh, Sonya's not gonna be there for it because she's signing programs and about to hand them out to some lucky fans somewhere in the arena. So with that, uh, Mandy gets out there, takes on Mella. Mella cuts her promo, you know, had a little backstage vignette type promo. Good stuff, you know, Mella's money. We not going front, like, like, respect the princess of Staten Island. I'm still waiting to see a little bit more, but... It's not like you can do a million things with a short amount of time. So with that, from what I did notice with her in the ring last night with Mandy, she's taking a lot more hits. She's excellent at taking a hit. But then, like I'm looking, I guess I'm looking for mat-based technique, and then you know the other elements and knowing how to, you know, deliver some good hits. And uh, what is it? Since we already called out uh, taking a good hit or selling the move. Then it's uh, knowing how to reverse out of things, and Mella, Mella's good. You know what I mean? She's she's on the up and up, and and there's nothing wrong with it. So she was made to look strong against Mandy and Sonya. Everyone's waiting for Mandy and Sonya, but I would have the same thing to say about both of them in the ring. And that's not a knock on them. That's not. It's not at all. It's like we all want the women's division to flourish and thrive. Oh, I'm tired of seeing the four horsewomen on their respective brands. Oh my God, it's like they're shoving them down our throat. Bailey and Sasha, respect Bailey and Sasha. Oh, Charlotte and Becky are conjoined at the head. They won't stop showing us them. All right, look, we need these, we need other superstars to come up. We need other superstars in the women's division to, to get, to be made to look strong or else you'll see them. When they come out taking on the four horse women, and 
it's like, well, they should just, oh, Bailey should just run, excuse me, SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey should just run through Dana Brooke. Probably. But you know what? Why hasn't Dana Brooke been practicing? Why would that, it would make sense if she was, right? So there we go. Oh, I only see a gymnast throwing elbows and cartwheels. I mean, their training schedule is rigorous, but it would be cool to see a little bit more of the in-ring st- storyteller outside of a couple of, you know, super kicks here and there and, you know, uh, what, uh, pump knees, you know? So either way, I liked it. I th- I'm, I'm definitely behind the women's division. I want to see, or well, I'm alongside the women's division. I'll say it like that. And I would like to see uh, them continue to grow. So, you know, mistakes and all, that's fine. Like I heard that, uh, I didn't actually see that moment, but I heard that there was a small mishap with the uh, with the Lacey Evans spot, and uh, Sasha looked as if she was a little agitated with that. I'm not here to confirm nor deny, but I will say, again, practice makes perfect. These women are the highest level competitors, so as they continue to grow and get better, I'm pretty sure everyone's opinion on them is going to change. I mean, from an in-ring perspective, because we all love ladies division. Come on, man. I'm still waiting. Like, I think, okay, you know what? Let's get into that, and then we'll get into the next segment. I think right now, the women's division is too focused on being the guys, and that's not what we need. What we need is that, that, that fierce energy. Like, we need the ferocity. Like, it's too, like, the Divas idea is, too, is overboard. So it got to be a, a right in between or maybe a little bit higher than, like, the, the, if it's the Divas at the low point and then the, the women's evolution, revolution type, you know what I mean, athleticism that we're getting uh, from certain female superstars. We need that right in between. Like we need that catty feminine energy. We need that 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 beef. Like what was it? Oh, oh man, I don't even remember the pay per view at this point. Who I don't want to say who cares, but you know, so many throughout the year, we go with the flow of it. Uh, Sonya Deville and Zelina Vega. Congratulations <laughs> to Andrade. I'm not gonna stop. But um, they had a real good back and forth with just the chatty catty birdie yappy bird bird yep 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 angry angry you know like back and forth on the kickoff one time which is why the kickoff is important because you never know what you're gonna get and that was something that i definitely enjoyed we need to get a little bit more of that with the storyteller as opposed to just who's more athletically capable you know and that's that's you know just my idea but we'll see how it all continues to unfold as you know the months progress with that Mella picked up the victory against Mandy Rose. Good stuff uh, on Mella's part. Mandy didn't look weak. We'll see how it goes. King Corb. Oh, all right. So, Miz and Daniel Bryan. The match is on. Corb is not in it because he doesn't want to fight. Miz and DB, they actually do have good chemistry in the ring. Storied history between the two. I don't even need to go into it. Michael Cole did more than enough to remind the crowd last night. And... This is just something that we all know uh, very well about, you know, these two superstars. They've they've been, you know, intertwined as, you know, rivals, 
tag team partners at this point a number of times. So it was uh, nice to see those two go at it back and forth. I'm not going to go at anything in ring from those two because they had such good chemistry. Both of them made each other look really good. I'll bring up whatever gripes I may have uh, when it comes up. But right now, I'm not going to complain about Miz and DB at all. I thought they, like I said, I both did, think they did really, really well together. Uh, and while everyone was getting into their match, uh, out comes a bunch of King Corbin's cronies. And uh, they're uh, beating up on... Miz and Dane Bryan, this causes disqualification. Head backstage, love to Caleb Bryson. It's like, what the hell was that? And he's like, man, look, everybody knows I was supposed to be in that match. <laughs> but Roman running around. Oh, well, he's gone now. Caleb, shame. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, obvious that, I mean, it seemed like it was a front, you know what I mean? But he's like, oh, really? Switched his whole swag, and outside he goes to take on Roman. Oh, not take on Roman. To, you know, well, he says the match is back on or whatever. And then Daniel Bryan and Miz come from the ring and beat him up into the backstage area. Nice element. Oh, now the match is the main event. I thought it was a very uh, creative way to get there. I'm not going to say convoluted or roundabout or nothing like that. Because, I mean, we need to get there. Maybe... Some of the segments could have gotten some other superstars some TV time, but I think that's everybody's complaint. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it wasn't bad. I wasn't uh, mad about it. You know, it was uh, it was good stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're going to get into the main event with that eventually, but King Corbin, of course, sent the boys out, sent the cronies out, and, you know, they got beat up and chased them backstage. So that was fun. Not bad. What do we have next up? Sasha and Bailey taking on Lacey Evans and Dana Brooke. Good video package from last week on that. Um, oh, moment of bliss. Good to see Bliss Cross Applesauce out there. Nikki Cross out there with the leather chaps. Like, oh, man, I didn't know we was making cake, lords. But, you know, it's a good little chemistry between the two. I've been saying it from day one. We all seen Bliss talk about how she was pulling for it on WWE backstage. And... You know, now we're getting it. So I'm not upset about it. I'm th- I think that everything's been, um, like I said, just going going real swimmingly as far as Bliss on the comeback and such like that. And we're going to see how the rumbles, uh, uh, you know, start shaping up, I'm assuming, once uh, 2020 hits. So this was a nice little little show in between. Um, Rewind. Braun Strowman doing his dances in the ring. Oh man, I, I have my hand, my fit, my hand, my, I have my face in my hands the entire time. Like, ah, uh, it wasn't cringy. It was, it was, I was, I was amused, and I didn't want to be, you know, like uh, you know. It was the argument of whether or not Strowman is being made to look like a buffoon, you know, oh, he's big show again, and oh, it's not, he's not the monster among men anymore, and all that, like, at this point, we're definitely gonna need to see, uh, how can I word this, we're gonna need to see Braun Strowman destroy some shit, again, 
will he flip it? We haven't seen that in a long time. Now, you don't want to... Like, the thing about the super, big superstars getting the championship is like, how are you going to get the championship off of them? There's a million ways. I know that. But I mean, really? And then make it believable and not try to have the WWE Universe complain about it? You know, like, make it as compelling as possible and such like that? I understand. Like, I'm. That, this is why I'm like, you know, it was a little rough to watch, but... As far as trying to do my part goes, Braun Strowman needs to destroy some shit. Right at, like, after that, yeah, he needs to destroy some shit. So, it was fine. Now, uh, Lacey, Lacey Evans on Moment of Bliss talking bad, talking about Sasha, uh, you know, pulling, just, just doing the whole daughter thing. I already talked about cheap heat. I already have much to say on it. They had a good match. The moments they did have, like, they were, they, everybody kept up with each other for the most part, at least from what I saw on television. Practice makes perfect, and hopefully as time progresses, we'll get to see, you know, more from them all. So, uh, main event time, real quick, Daniel Bryan is the next in line to take on The Fiend for the Universal Championship. Now, I know we just seen this, but now we're going to get to see it again. Joy. Uh, Red Light Daniel Bryan, Red Light Fiend, and... I mean, it was a good match. Corbin was right there just adding his element to the already established rivalry between uh, DB and Miz. So it was just all around a good match, you know, a good story told, and DB picked up the victory, you know. Uh, after what I'm th- I'm hearing in a dark match, Bray Wyatt did get to uh, get in the ring and wrestle. So it was cool. And that was uh, SmackDown Live, the last one of the decade, apparently, if you haven't heard. So, uh, very good stuff. Uh, not mad at the show. Like I said, I understand when we transitioning and moving into something else. Some people get mad and say, oh, they just phoned it in. Oh, they just threw it away. All right, and the superstars that got in there and bust their ass, did they just, did they just phone it in? No, they didn't. They went in there and gave it 110% like they always do. And I think that's really what matters the most. So, with the, I don't mean being able to sell the tickets, right? So, whatever. Anyway. Uh, that's podcast. That was Friday Night Smackdown on Fox. Uh, last one of the decade is going to be uh, good stuff. Uh, moving in the Royal Rumble season, starting the road to WrestleMania officially now. And, um, yeah, thank you, WWE, for tossing us some more, uh, you know, pretty good stuff. Give, I wouldn't say giving us the very best. You know, you want to save some of that stuff, but definitely, uh, you know, us something. Be responsible with your power, folks. Shouts to Swerve Scott. H, what in the hell? Yo, H, H, H. You changed Swerve's theme song twice now. Now, 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 the first time you changed it and it was like, oh, great. Now he's got this little electronica, whatever, and it's, it doesn't really, it doesn't really say Isaiah Swerve Scott to me. You know, like there's not that same magic with that. And then, you know, we get the change again and it's like, oh, who's this? The the female that we saw from last week that took on Charlotte, not Charlotte. No, this is Deanna Perrazzo again. No, it wasn't. It was Swerve coming out. And it's like, yo, how many times is he going to get his theme song changed? Man, and it, it's still not as good as the first one. So now it's it's comical. Like, damn it, H, change it back. <laughs> Please, if not, no worries. 
But I'm saying, like, what was that? What is this? Like, come on now. Like, whatever. Like, you want to get you want to get everybody in a swerve? Give him his good theme music back. I'm not saying the other one ain't the third one. See, the third one. It ain't bad, but come on. That first one was classic. So, with that, um, yeah. Shouts to Leo. Shouts to Keith Lee. Ain't trying to keep this one-sided. Shouts to Rhea Ripley. Uh, shouts to Dakota Kai. You know, D- Dakota, you you know what you're doing. Uh, and, uh, you know, try not to, you know, leave anyone out. But, I mean, this is just how the, the week in WWE has gone. Some of the superstars that had stood out to me in my random times thinking. Uh, so, uh, yeah, good stuff. I think I said everything I needed to say. So I will catch you guys uh, next week for the Monday Night Raw recap and review. Be responsible with your power, folks. Peace.